Hi guys, it's your host Julia and, and podcast producer Christina. <laughs> it's Christina. She's here with me right now. Mike's a little busy. He's watching the Dodgers and there's nothing that can pull him out <laughs> of that garage right now. <laughs> I feel it, girlfriend. Um, it's a very important game for the Dodgers, so no shade to Mike. Um, but since, okay. We're working on a few things. There is new technologies available. We're trying to make this podcast more accessible. Yada, yada, yada. Seinfeld's now on Netflix. Stuff like that. <laughs> um, so we're going to give you, or we're kind of like reposting or re reintroducing. I don't know the right word. Reintroducing some of our older episodes yeah. that some of our listeners may have forgotten about and would like to revisit. So it's... Um, it's our Halloween episode. It's I think we actually called it It's a Halloweeny, which was funny Is to us it? at the time. Or was it the, the spoopy, spoopy? Oh, maybe it was spoopy. We've done it. Okay. Our podcast has been around for a while, so we have a couple of different episodes. Um, but anyways, enjoy this oldie uh, Halloween episode to get you in the spirit, because tis the season. Tis the season. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Mixtape Mixtape Podcast Podcast. I'm your host, Julia. And I'm your host, Mike. Each episode, we pick a topic and make you a mix. What's this week's episode, Julia? You tell me, Mike. Well, I think it should be in honor of Halloween, the Mixtape Mixtape Monster Mash. Spoopy. Welcome to this week's episode of Mixtape Mixtape Podcast Podcast. I'm Julia. And I'm Mike. Uh, this week we have a very special, spoopy, creepy Ooh, themed it's so scary. episode. I know, I'm terrified already. I just, you know, it's like plastic spiders hanging from the ceiling. Ooh. Ooh. What about, uh, ooh, it's spider season. There's big spiders out like on the streets. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah. No, I don't like that. It's crazy and it's time about dead things and serial killers and i'm all about the serial killers i just don't want to be scared yeah you, you know do you like halloween i do like halloween i i um i kind of think it's amateur hour like as an adult i think mm-hmm. it sucks because i don't want to go to bars because everybody's out and they're just acting a fool the whole yeah time. um but i do like the holiday fall is my favorite time of year i really like it and which means like i'm a grown man so if it's like if I really like something, it's like oh yeah, I really like this. <laughs> That's about the yeah. extent of my excitement about it. I think I like the idea of Halloween, but it's just too much. I think holidays are just too much work, and it's just a lot to. There's pressure to find a costume. You have to go to a party. You have yeah. to do this or that, and I just want the candy. Well, you know, I think um, this is just proving the point that you're you're Old? extrovert attitude that you have about life where everything has to be over the top i mean i'm just saying i think that uh you know you you can put a little a little like gas mask on you should turn it down a notch turn it down a notch <laughs> i'm saying it's slow like, it down you got a lot of expectations like <laughs> and it gotta find a costume and it's gotta be relevant for the kids <laughs> i mean it's gotta be spoopy are you dressing up this year um engineer christina said that i was dressing up uh oh. but i haven't heard anything about that so i don't know what that is we were going to do uh we we're going to take a photo uh a themed photo with dwight Got but it. i don't know exactly what that's going to be and i'm not looking forward to it i would rather just you know i i'm a fan of these i was the guy who would do this i would go i have two standby costumes because i'm a big guy okay uh-huh. i'm six four and large so i would i would i always have flannel shirts so i wear a flannel shirt dark pants Doc Martens, and then I button it up to the top, and I wear a Jason mask. And everybody's like, oh, that's cool, everywhere I go. Like, that's easy, and it cost me $4 from 7-Eleven. One year, I had a rooster's uh, beak that I put on. I also Uh bought it at 7-Eleven, 
and I just won as a cock. Hey yo. <laughs> uh, I think I was Daria for a few years. Okay. Well, I have I could... the bangs. I have the glasses. You have the I voice. wore all black. You kind of have the general attitude. attitude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was a pretty easy costume. This year, I think I'm going to be... It's my coworkers and I are going in on a team costume because we want to win a contest. Yes. I'm going to be Captain Lou Albano because we're doing WWF superstars of the 90s. Pretty solid. That's yeah. That's pretty solid. I always wanted to be um, have a bunch of – have exactly the right number of coworkers first off and then be able to do the skeletons from like Cobra Kai skeletons from Karate <laughs> Kid. But then somebody had to be the shower. Like and so I'd have to be the shower. You make the new guy the shower or something. Uh-huh. I always thought that would be cool just to like walk into work together. Like if you all work together, mm-hmm. that would be pretty dope. But whatever. Group costume ideas. Write them down, people. Yeah, send down. us send us your costume ideas. Yeah, send us your group costume ideas and, and photos to or, or it didn't happen, okay? Yeah. Picks or didn't happen. Mixtape Mixtape Podcast on Instagram. All right, let's get into this. You want to do this? Okay. All right, before we start playing songs, um, we actually have some listener picks that we're going to play throughout the playlist today. So we posted some stuff on Facebook and on Instagram. And for those of you that responded and gave us suggestions, we're going to play them today. So yeah, trying something you. new out. So I, thanks, guys. To be honest, we're both kind of um, where we take, we want to take ownership of this. Uh, it just so happened that the ones that you suggested, I think we're on both of our lists already. Yeah. Uh, so, which is great because uh, that means we're in tune and, and, you know, we kind of kind of know that we're, we know our wheelhouse yeah. of uh, where we are. So if your song was picked, it wasn't necessarily that, oh man, this is a, the, you know, we shot the moon on this and, and it's a song that, uh, that had to be on the list per se. Uh, it, it just happened to coincide and we're on the same wavelength, which is yeah, great. And we like you. So yeah, we'll give you a so shout we're out. Gonna, we're definitely going to give you a shout out. But you should go first because I've been going first the last couple of okay, times. Cool. So well, uh, as an example first. of a song that, um, that, uh, was already on my list, but uh, this morning uh, I I got a I was talking actually to Julie's husband John, and he said never heard of him never heard of him John from Long Beach, <laughs> uh, and he said well you got to have the Ghetto Boys on there my mind my mind's playing tricks on me, and I already did my answer was it's already on there dude it was my first choice, <laughs> this song was really big when it came out, um, the Ghetto Boys for those of you who don't know are like one of the very first. If you think you've never heard the Ghetto Boys, you have. If you've seen the movie Office Space, Ghetto Boys do Damn It Feels Good to Be a Gangster, which everybody's seen that movie, so you've heard that song. So I know you've heard the Ghetto Boys. Uh, but they are, uh, you know, they're, they're one of like the very first, I want to say like a, I don't know, Dirty South kind of rap guys. I don't know. I don't know what you call it. Anyway, but uh, great. When this video came out, it was everywhere. It was on MTV like every 25 minutes. Uh, but mine's playing tricks on me. By the Ghetto Boys. This year, Halloween fell on a weekend. Me and Ghetto Boys are trick or treating. Robbing little kids for bags. Till an old man got behind our ass. So we speeded up the pace. Took a look back, and he was right before our face. He'd be in for a squabble, no doubt. So I swung and hit the nigga in his mouth. He was going down, we figured. They said the line. They did say the line. Yeah, they, I like it. There's a Halloween line. It's the song's about being paranoid more than it's about yeah. anything. But in the end, they come across the guy who is uh, in the street, and uh, they decide he's looking at him funny, so they decide to jump him. And then they, as they're beating him, he disappears, and he's off. And oh. so, yeah, there's the, definitely the Halloween line. But it's the Ghetto Boys. So they're Bushwick Bill. Bushwick Bill. If you don't know Bushwick Bill, he's a, a little person, and he's in that. He's in the uh, he's in the Ghetto Boys with Scarface, and there's one other guy, and I forget his name. But anyway, so there you go. Mine's playing tricks on me, and if you've ever been stalked or watched heavily, this song will play in your mind, and it has played in my mind many times. <laughs> so. Oh, that's creepy. Um, okay, my turn. To me, this is kind of an obvious choice, but I'm gonna play it anyways. Um, it's Fun Boy Three with the Lunatics have taken over the asylum 
not necessarily a Halloween song, but still creepy. Yeah. Um, and for anyone that doesn't really know Fun Boy 3, it's members of the specials and anyone else? On Banana Ram? No. Uh, they ended up finding cannibals? No, the beat? I yeah, all right. Know. Okay, we'll while we play up. the song, I'm going to look it up. But um, yeah, here it is. The lunatics have taken over the asylum. <laughs> yeah i love the song i think it's great um fun boy 3 consisted just so we're answering we're checking off the boxes here terry hall neville staple and linville golding so all members of the specials uh after they had broken up and um i think they when that song was uh getting a little you know the specials have those stages where after like 1970 79 or whatever it was where when ghost town kind of came out and it kind of yeah. became more of a disco-y kind of a song uh-huh. um that uh that's when the three the the three guys got out and and started that but they're also affiliated with bananarama as well um yeah they had that uh hit song it's not what you got but it's it ain't what you got but it's the way that you do it right which is an elephant's gerald cover song i think that's what it said here. ah that i didn't know so there's that all right now we're just wikipedia kids that's all we're doing wikipedia all right we'll just do a whole episode about fun facts fun facts fun facts okay my turn uh let's see here i um another suggestion that was from facebook uh that was already on my list i i really wanted to do it uh is um is this song called The Purple People Eater. <laughs> this version is a Judy Garland version of and it's pretty out there cuz she talks about she talks about uh like she drops all these B movies at the time so it had to be recorded Perfect. in the 50s but it's it's pretty rad. Maybe we're, 60s. We're not going to play the whole thing uh-huh. uh but I'm going to try to play as much of the beginning as possible cuz it's just super cool to hear her mention like Night of the or uh you know, uh, whatever. The one I had one year. Yeah. Basically. Couple people in here. Yeah. yeah. And actually this one was mentioned by Melissa Weaver for, on Facebook. So thanks very much, Melissa, for contributing. And it was definitely something we were going to play. I actually was going to play the original. I had it as a kid on vinyl and I used to oh, play that's it. that's cute. But uh, anyway, I think it's really cool. So I just like the idea that the purple people leader comes down and everybody's scared of him, but he just wants to join a rock band. Yeah. <laughs> so, so here it is. This is Judy Garland. Sounds surprisingly a lot like uh, Liza Minnelli, mainly it's because it's her mom. So here it is. <laughs> Purple People Eater by Judy Garland. I was a teenage werewolf. I was a 50-foot woman. And other unidentifiable flying objects. I saw a thing coming out of the sky. It had one long horn and one big eye. I was mistaken and I said, Ooh-y! that's like the end of judy garland's career yeah, right yeah i think that's cabaret uh, yeah judy garland obviously that has uh, to be it reminds me of um like a lot of actresses from that era you know in the 60s 70s became really irrelevant and they had yeah, nothing to sure. do so like joan crawford did a lot of b movies right. and horror picks because yeah. no one wanted her anymore and uh what's her name um fisher uh, uh carrie fisher's mom uh what's her name oh gosh Liza. no no carrie fisher's mom um isn't carrie eddie, fisher eddie fisher and eat no uh anyway you guys are gonna hate us for not knowing that but wait isn't judy garland related to Liza minnelli related aren't they all related isn't carrie fisher a part of that too i don't think so aren't they all the same family okay we need to research that and do it on the Corrections okay. and retractions portion of next week, or right now because it's going to bother me. But right. We'll figure this. We'll out. figure that out and we'll we'll get back to it. But that is the longest version of the Flying Purple People yeah. Eater that you will. But I love the, it. Yeah, I love how campy it is. It totally campy, right? Um. Okay, my turn. So this other this next song, um, 
was also a listener suggestion. So this comes from our good friend Barry up in Liverpool. Barry. What's up, Barry? Top man. <laughs> He's a top man in Liverpool. We love Barry. Barry's great. I actually accidentally uh, sent Barry a, the thing for a listing for a console stereo that was on Craigslist. I uh-huh. I sent it through Facebook Messenger, and I thought I was sending it to Christina, and I sent it to Barry by accident. <laughs> and so, yeah, I, I sometimes drop Barry a line inadvertently. <laughs> um, but yeah, this song is Superstition by Stevie Wonder, and I think nice. it's a really, it's good for your Halloween party. Throw it in there. That was rad. I, I mean, I love Stevie Wonder. Yeah. He's amazing, but I think you have... I done fucked up. Yeah. So it wasn't Barry who... <laughs> nope. It wasn't Barry who recommended Superstition. It was actually... Linda Santana. Oh, that's... What? You told me it was Barry. Nope. I said Barry did another one that you're probably going to play because I'm not going to play it. Whatevs. Anyways, it was a good song regardless of who suggested it. Yeah, so thank it was a good you. song. Um, and it would have been on the list anyway. So. Yeah, I think so. I think it's a yeah. good Halloweeny song. Halloweeny. Hey, I've got a I've got a Halloween joke for you. Okay. Why mm-hmm. can witches never get pregnant? Because Why? they're because their men always have Halloweenies. Hey yo. Okay, Dad. That's right. <laughs> Because Halloween is like a holiday, but Halloweenies mean there's nothing in it. Yeah, get it? I get it. It's a it's a oh. pee-pee. There's no pee-pee in there. Oh, there's no pee-pee in there. <laughs> there's nothing in there. So, Dork. yeah. There you go. I learned that joke in the fourth grade. So, there it is. Choose your song. Uh, my song, I really wanted to play a uh, song by the Cramps. but Which I feel one? Uh, I was going to play Goo Goo Muck. Uh, but then I found the one, I, I'm a huge, huge fan of this playlist called, uh, oh, what's it called? It's called, uh, songs, the songs, the cramps taught us. And it's, 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 a it's actually a five or six set. I think they've done more than that, actually, uh, different sets of them where it's all these really cool garage bands from that time. But there is a there is a list on Spotify that somebody put them all on Spotify. So there's cool. like four different playlists that you can choose from. We'll, but uh, um, we'll put a link to that. Yeah, it's we- it's really great. I actually have it playing all the time. Just if you like garagey music or surf music or just weird, just weirdo music, it's it's pretty cool. Well, and I think you can probably pick any cramp song and put it in this playlist. You probably could. Yeah. 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 So, but uh, so without using Google Muck is a song they made famous. Uh, but, uh, this is the original. It's by Ronnie Cook and the Gay Lads, and it is called, uh, Googamuck. I turn into a teenage Googamuck. I cruise through the city and I roam the streets. Looking for something that is nice to eat. great choice yeah i liked it i I think it's cool just any of those weird those weirdo kind of songs are 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 pretty cool well a lot of um like a lot of what you can find for these playlists songs were done in like the 50s and 40s and they're all very campy very kitschy uh, very novelty songs sure which we don't have a lot of anymore yeah no they don't they don't really do a whole lot of that i think that um at the time i mean i don't know i'm just my own opinion i have no fact to base this on but i think that um real big rock bands were really hard to see you know if there was only a few rock bands that were huge and so i think a lot of these local scenes that are that are places other than obviously los angeles i mean let's say you grew up in sacramento or seattle or wherever and you know the garage bands got big because yeah. you know they they because they were they were there and mm-hmm. so these campy little things it got them a little 
a little run, and then people would come out and see them play. I think it's it's pretty cool. They got to cut records and, and do all that. And they're part of the lexicon now, which is you have these great, great cool songs that are out there. Perfect. What do you got next? Um, I think I'm going to do a little madness. So this is House of Fun. Um, it's very circusy, very fun, obviously a fun house. Um, but then it gets, you know, we're not going to play the whole song, but it gets progressively faster. So I imagine being trapped. I imagine American Horror Story where they were at the fun house. The carnival. The carnival one. You're trapped in a tent. There's some creepy lobster guy chasing you. Um, (laughs) And then you're stuck in like that mirror room and you can't find your way out. That's right. that's how I, I picture this song. So let's play it. Obviously, I love Madness. Uh, yes. It's a great; they're a great band. Um, your you okay? You were painting this song, this song, yeah. in my opinion, with your own paintbrush about it being in a funhouse yeah. because it's about a whorehouse. I feel so naive. <laughs> I feel so. <laughs> There's a whole line where he, where he walks into the drugstore and he wants the party hats with the colored tips. Oh my god! He's talking about condoms. Then in Welcome to the House of Fun. Now I've come of age. Yeah, and like I temptations on its way, you know the whole thing. To me, Madness is not that type of band, well, but Madness. I, you know what? The guys in Madness all have penises. So <laughs> I'm assuming I thought they had Halloweenies. <laughs> I didn't know. The guys in Madness, full weenies. <laughs> Apparently, not Halloweenies. <laughs> my, my innocent mind is blown. That's right, right now, man. That's right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to do that to you, but okay. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna just think of it as a fun house. Thing. It's a fun house. Yeah. So um, when I was a kid, uh, my next song revolves around this. When I was a kid, there was a there was a like an after school show. I was kind of like a latchkey kid. I'd go home and you know walk home, and then I just hang out and watch TV, you know, whatever. And uh, Halloween time, there was a there was a um, movie called The Worst Witch, and it was about a witch academy where these um, girls went and they learned to be witches or whatever. And the headmaster was Tim Curry. Was played by Tim Curry. And so it was kind of a musical, kind of a campy thing, but he did this song uh, called Anything Can Happen on Halloween. And it's, okay. imagine just Tim Curry being all flamboyant and weird yeah. in a kid's show. It was, it was just really... I've never seen it, so yeah. I, I got to watch this. Yeah, you got to watch it. it. It's pretty cool. But uh, I, I didn't find the Tim Curry version, but there was a band called Stone Garth that did it, uh, Anything Can Happen on Halloween. So I'm going to play that for you now. So here it is, Anything Can Happen on Halloween by Stone Garth. Anything can happen on Halloween Your dog could turn into a cat There may be a toad in the bass guitar Or your sister could turn into a bat Christmas time brings us snow I'm very interested in the Tim Curry version because yeah. I can just imagine him overacting the totally. hell out of this oh, song. Oh, that's exactly what he does. Yeah. I mean, the song is very campy and flamboyant. I was mentioning it. It kind of reminds me of like a Space Odyssey kind of Bowie kind of character almost where he's singing from his his, his like stomach, you mm-hmm. know. But yeah, just the movie's terrible. I mean, obviously, if you went back and looked at it now, I'm sure it would be a campy mess. But when but I was a kid, I liked kinds. it. Yeah, exactly. And I think, um, you know, I don't think... Obviously, for a, a preteen boy, it was fine. It wasn't yeah. like it wasn't like it was girly, but uh, in my mind, you know, when I watched it, so I think it's I think it'd be relevant and topical. And somebody told me they had a series of the movies, but I only saw the one, so I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea, but I'm gonna there watch it, is. it. All right. There's so many songs to choose from, and I don't know which one to pick. But I'm just gonna scroll through, and we're gonna pick a song. Yeah. All right. We're doing the Jackson 5, The Boogeyman. Oh, it's going to be funky. It's so funky. Can you handle that? I can handle it. I love the Jackson 5 because they funky. You down with the funk? That was terrible. Yeah. Let's just play the song. Yeah. 
love the Jackson Five, so I thought that was great. Um, and yeah, that was out of my Lexus. Like I didn't even think of that song, but I've heard yeah. that song probably fifty times. You know, yeah, great song. You can't go wrong with the Jackson Five, really. When you're talking about, um, I mean, Bunk. they they were just such good players. You know, this Tito and Jermaine, and they were just I good mean, players. When you work your children to the bone, yeah, and have yeah. them rehearse twenty you hours them a day. From food, yeah, yeah, exactly. They're gonna be great. Good job, Joe. Good job. R.I.P. Just kidding. R.I.P. Yeah. Um, rot. Okay. Yeah, you can rot in peace. Um, rot in pieces. Um, well, I got one uh, that I, I'm glad that I found just because I've always wanted to start a band that had this kind of sound. Okay. Um, it is The Grim Grinning Ghosts. Oh, nice. From The Haunted Mansion. If you've ever been to The Haunted Mansion, I don't know. I've never been to Disney World. I can imagine they have a haunted mansion there because it's such a good event and they did movies after them and stuff. So I'm sure they have one. Uh, but the haunted mansion out here, I was told, and I don't know if this is true. You were a Disney employee, so you may be able to answer this. I was for seven years. I was a cast member. You were you. a cast member. Exactly. They were cast That's what members. We like to be called. I know. I know. I know you do. Great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like to call you the exploited, but that's okay. <laughs> so, so um, anyway, I heard that the haunted mansion was so aggressively scary when it first opened that people had a problem with it and they had to tone it down i don't know if that's true okay i i'll we'll look it up yeah and i'll talk to people because i still know people that work there but i heard that in the disney lore of you know i don't know what it. it was but that's what i heard but uh haunted mansion was always one of my favorites because we always went in the summer i mean if you're from anaheim you know you grew up in garden grove we rarely went to disneyland and oh really i actually went all the time Oh yeah, no. I, I think didn't. when I, I was a kid, I'm talking about like not as a not as a teenager. Oh, I as a kid, we went all the time. Oh, okay. yeah. Mm -hmm. So we we would go once a year, and it would be um, they would offer discounts to people who live within like a mile radius yeah. of the park, right? And so you'd get you would get like I don't know what seemed like cheap tickets, ten dollar tickets or whatever they were mm -hmm. to get into the park. So we'd go at in the peak days of like July and August, and it was just hot, hot, hot. Smart. And so we'd go and wait in line for the wait in line for the haunted mansion and just i remember being so cool in there uh -huh. and like just that temperature was cool and cold and i just i loved it i thought it was my it was my favorite ride so um yeah so here it is it's the grim grinning ghosts from the haunted mansion Those creak and the tombstones quake. Happy haunts materialize. And begin to vocalize. Grim grinning ghosts are to socialize. Now don't close your eyes and don't try to hide. Or a silly spook makes it by your side. Shrouded in a dark disguise. I like that song. I hate the ride because even that's scary for me. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't, and I remember as, as a kid, when we would go to Disneyland, we went during Halloween once and it was a special Halloween night. And I think it was either that or the pirate ride. And there were cast members that would hide on the sides oh, and wow. jump out at scare you in the middle of the ride. Oh, that seems very aggressive for Disneyland. And I didn't like that at all. Yeah. 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 Okay. I get it. Well, uh, so it turns out that, um, uh, engineer christina looked it up the haunted mansion actually uh was a walkthrough ride where it was uh butlers and maids that took you through and walked you through and explained all the scary stuff and stuff would probably jump out and say hello to you or whatever scare you and then uh, they wanted to make it an actual ride with the um doom buggies and it took them a little while to do it they kept the facade up while they worked on the world's fair thing on the mm -hmm other part and so uh, then they reopened it but that's when all the stories came that it was so scary that yeah. they had to like tone it down so actually not all that scary but. so more fun facts um i think in that so if you're familiar with the ride there's a scene where you're in your doom buggy and you're going through um you're going through the ride and you see this big party scene it's where all the ghosts show up and it's like a birthday party right yeah um Somewhere in that on that glass, there's a bullet hole because someone actually shot a gun off on the ride. Oh, wow. And I don't think they ever took the glass off. So there's still a bullet hole in there somewhere if you can find it. And then uh, we actually have 
a record of the Haunted Mansion. Right. And the beginning opening scene, Tom Hanks, not Tom Hanks, Ron Howard as a little kid is oh, really? one of the, is a little boy. So it's a little boy and a little girl who get lost and they end up at the Haunted Mansion and then hmm. they have to go through the whole thing. Oh, that's cool. So that was actually really fun. And then, sorry, I hated Disneyland when I worked there, but I love it so much now. So we went to the Disneyland in Paris. Yeah. And their Haunted Mansion is super, it's like a cowboy scene, like a Wild West cowboy scene. And it's not scary at all. It's very jokey. Um, oh, kind of campy. Very campy. Completely different from the vibe that, you know, the original one is. Yeah. So, hmm. But it's still fun. Well, I just love that song in particular because that style of that deep baritone like uh quartet yeah and that's why i love oingo boingo and all that it's it's like if you could figure out a way to make that or to be in a band that does that i think that'd be awesome especially this time of year so what do you have next um i have another listener request and it was a song that i again i had on my list anyways but it's uh nina simone with i put a spell on you and this nice. was requested by our uh um, I lost my train of thought by our listener, Martha. Thank you, Martha. Yes. Preach. Good Preesh. choice. Martha. Good, good suggestion. I put a spell on you. Cause you're mine. Stop the things you do. Obviously, it's a classic, great song. Well, and her voice is just so powerful and so haunting. Yeah. Like I love her voice. Have you seen the documentary on her? Uh, I think there was yes. a Netflix one. Yes, there was a Netflix one, and I watched it, um, and I fell asleep because oh, uh, I watched it super late. And so I've been meaning to get back to it, but I just haven't. So yeah, oh, it's, it's so fault. great. I Must almost, watch. as a musician, I almost don't like watching music documentaries because I get so, mm -hmm. I get jealous and then I get like, oh, I should be doing what they're doing. Like I should be doing that, mm -hmm. you know, and then I get all worried. I get all like skeeved out about it. So I've never finished the, um, the one that, uh, Jimmy Iovine and Dr. Dre did on HBO. I didn't I do that. I don't think I, I saw that. Yeah. That one, um, uh, no, I never did that one. I, I never, there's one right now about, um, uh, not Herbie Hancock, but, uh, uh, Chuck Berry. No, 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 no. Um, oh God, it's going to bug me now. Um, man, that really sucks. We're full of forgetting things today. I know. It's just, it's crazy. Um, I think it's Christina fed us and now yeah, I'm just exactly. in that food coma. Totally, totally. Um, there's one that's on there right now that I, I haven't watched the Nina Simone one I haven't watched. So I'm like, I just get jealous cause they're so talented. Yeah. You know? It's like, they're supposed to be doing that clearly. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Um, I'll think of it in a second, but, okay. uh, anyway, but, uh, yeah, I love it. I think, um, I think obviously, you know, Nina Simone was a, obviously a, uh, a, uh, civil rights activist as well. I mean, she was far beyond a singer. So, so pretty amazing. And she toured her entire life. You know, she yep. played until, you know, and in truly her, in her 80s, probably. Yeah. And didn't get what she deserved yeah. out of that, too. Right. Like, I think she was such a powerful woman, but. Right. Play your song. Okay, cool. Well, I think we'd be remiss uh, about playing Halloween songs without playing a Misfit song. So yeah. I'm going to play one. The song is called Halloween by the Misfits, and actually, it was on my list already, uh, but uh, our listener, Brett Huntington Beach, it was one of his suggestions. Among, there was a couple, actually, that, that suggested this, but Brett was the first one, so there you go, Brett. So, uh, thanks very much, Brett. We're going to have, we're going to play this now. It's Halloween by the Misfits. all right like i'm not the biggest misfits fan i yeah, just I don't it. care 
Yeah, I but. get it. I think the Misfits uh, have a contribution to punk rock early on, and I think that they've kind of be- – I mean, not kind of. They have become campy since going through all the members and having Jerry really be the only – Jerry only being the only guy. Yeah. Um, that you know. and finding Misfits everything, like yeah. Misfits beer cozies. Right. Misfits car air fresheners. It's like their kiss or something. I, I interviewed um, Jerry in 2014. Um and uh for this long interview and i gotta say what i really liked about it was there's he's so he was very kind and he was very working class like Mm -hmm. north jersey kind of a jock almost mentality working Uh class would not do the interview unless he was in full makeup in full like that was the whole thing yeah like he wanted to look the part yeah and they do they live the part and to be honest i saw him before Mm-hmm. And I waited for him to get ready, and I gotta say, he's right to do that because it's like <laughs> you don't want to, you don't want to see, you know, you don't want to see Oz without, you don't want to see Joseph without the Technicolor dream coat. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's you like it's it's the same with Kiss. You yeah, don't want to see right. them without their makeup. Oh yeah, they do an then, album without without makeup. It yeah. sucks. Like, it, and I'm not a huge Kiss fan, and I don't put them in the same category. I Kiss was very campy in that. I think the Misfits really have a. They really had a foothold in in what a, this whole genre of yes. music is now. Yes, yes. I agree with that. I think they're very niche. They yeah. have their people that they play to. And those I people think... are die hard. And they will buy the toilet plunger and the mm-hmm. and the and the urinal cake and all this other I think, crap. I think KISS just like commercialize themselves and yes. try to capitalize, but like does anyone really care? Right. No one who who watches their football games. Like, do they still even have a football team? I like, either. I don't know. I have no idea. Like, that's just it's too much. I have no idea. I really have no desire. Um, yeah, uh, about Kiss. I will. I will give a little love to the Misfits, though. Just you know. So I kind of. I'm kind of bummed. I missed them when they uh, when Danzig when they had the original lineup and Danzig was playing with them. I I missed them. They came out last summer, and that was a bummer. So opportunity lost. Probably never happened again. Womp 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 womp. Well, what do you have? My song, I just changed my mind like four times, changing it again. I'm going to go with Gnarls Barkley, and this is The Boogie Monster. Okay, I so like it. So again, fits. I think I already used The Boogeyman with Jackson 5, but whatevs, my playlist. Um, who was in Gnarls Barkley? That was CeeLo. CeeLo and Danger, Danger Mouse. Danger Mouse, yeah. right? I, I thought they were really good, and they haven't it, done anything in a long time. They but, don't need to now. You know, Danger yeah. Mouse is doing the thing with the shins guy and everybody else oh yeah and then he does he doesn't you you played a song by with him and um big boy right danger was it danger mouse and big boy that had a thing together i don't remember yeah. that was 13 episodes ago guys whatever man all right here we go boogie monster gnarls barkley i got a monster I like the I like CeeLo a lot, and I think that they, uh, I don't know, their songs, look, the first couple albums they did were really good. I think they, they yeah. only have those two records, I think. And they're they're just talented musicians. Yeah, and yes. So I, the song fits the theme. It fits the theme, <laughs> and it's one that most people, I don't know, if you're, if you're not getting the gist of it so far as a listener, um, we're not going to pick the uh, all the songs that may be obvious. Yeah, we... we because you guys already know that. You right. already have that on your Halloween playlist. So right. we're here to give you a couple more options. Sure. Well, like, for example, in this in this case, Bell Lugosi's Dead would be a great uh, song. I'm not going to get to it. Yeah. But a Bauhaus song would be right along the lines of what you'd expect. Or Ramon's Pet Cemetery. Like, right, exactly. You know, we're... War- Werewolves of London. I mean, uh, Psycho Killer, Talking Heads. You know, there's all these that kind of come up, right? Yeah. But... Uh, but yeah, so I think great song. I like it. Yeah. Um, I, I I really like CeeLo Green. I think he uh, I think he can pretty much produce and do whatever he wants. He's got a really unique. He's he's an example of one of those where not that he has a bad voice. I don't think he has a bad voice at all. I think his voice is great, but it's unique, you know. And so it's that's you know unique beats great anytime. You know it, you don't have to. There's people who have outstanding. Josh Groban has an outstanding voice. Doesn't mean I'm gonna listen to him. You know. What yeah. I mean? Right. 
So, oh, yeah, God, yeah. Yeah. You're not a 60-year-old white Right, woman. exactly. Although I have. I heard of, I was in a Starbucks, and I heard him one time. I was like, man, this guy's like, he's like an did angel. Did you buy the CD that they had I at did, the counter? <laughs> did not. But but he's like an angel, man. Jeez. <laughs> like, who would, my mom would love this, is what I was thinking. Um, so, okay, so. Uh, this is your last song. This is song. my last one, and I, and I actually had to research this song, because uh, the song is called Psycho, and uh, it is a. Uh, I got turned on to this song uh, as a, it was like a hidden track, a deep track on a on a cut. I think of King of America by uh, Elvis Costello, and so last week uh, we mentioned when um, Laura Beth was here, we mentioned Elvis Costello and all these other bands that we like. So it was in my it was in my headspace, and uh, I could not find it on Spotify. We create a lot of these lists on Spotify just because it's easy, right? Yeah, and we'll. We'll actually get all the playlists up for you soon, working on it. Yeah. Um, but uh, I couldn't find the Elvis Costello version, which is great because I've already played Elvis Costello a couple mm-hmm. times. Uh, so this Psycho song, it actually, um, it, it, this this version is by Jack Kittle, who was a, uh, who was a country artist in the 70s. And uh, essentially, I, I looked up the song because the song takes you down the path of a of a psycho killer's mind and his conversation with his mother. And it's really odd. And so it was written by Leon Payne who, uh, who wrote, um, lost highway. He wrote a bunch of songs for, I mean, everybody from Hank Williams all the way to Elvis Presley. I mean, all the way down the line, um, even to modern country singers. And, uh, he, he basically, they were talking about serial killers over dinner one day. And this is in the, like the early sick or the late sixties. And they were talking about, uh, what's his name? Um, Ed Gein. Ed Gein and, and Robert Speck. Is Richard Speck? Richard Speck. Richard Speck, who murdered all the, the nurses in the mm-hmm. dormitory. Hail and they were, they were talking about it. And they and his, his, his songwriter, helper buddy, they put this song together. And the songwriter guys like, that helped him out was like, is it possible to write a song and not want anybody to ever record it? <laughs> and so, uh, but Leon Payne wrote it. So it's, it's a pedigree. Um, and as interpreted by Jack Kittle in, uh, I think this was recorded in 1978. But anyway, here is Psycho. I woke up in Johnny's room, Mama, standing right there by his bed. With my hands around his throat, Mama, wishing both of us were dead. You think I'm psycho, don't you, Mom? I just killed Johnny's pup. It's such a creepy song. Right? Like, Isn't it just oh creepy creeper? Like, just knowing the background of it just makes it, intensifies it. Right. And then the way it's played, it's very even-keeled the whole way, which yeah. is like the mentality of a serial killer. Right, where they a psycho think killer they're normal. where it's like, I'm normal, what's yeah. wrong with you? Yeah. Like, this is, you know... And it's just they they get more and more deranged and oh god even in the end where it does song. the little key change in the uh-huh. end it's just crazy how it's like you know oh man what a great what a great great song and what a great choice for a cover song if you're gonna oh, pick yeah. something and you're doing Americana like you know that King of America was Elvis Costello's tribute to traditional American music and it was a double sided record had all this I mean I mean it was a, a double disc kind of record. But to have these weird B sides like that, I think is pretty awesome that he that he did that. Yeah, like how do you even how do you even know about that song? Right, you exactly. Know? Where do you exactly. Get that from? Unless you you know, unless you had somebody who was, you know, listening to that at the time or, or whatever. I don't know. That's that's just a, a rando, but that's it's really mm-hmm. cool. Really great song. That's a very good find. Yeah. Congratulations on Thank that. you. All right, well we're gonna finish up. Yeah, and how can we have a Halloween episode and not play oingo boingo right yeah if you grew up in southern california um and you didn't go to an oingo in in that time frame and didn't go to an oingo boingo show at irvine meadows or whatever i mean they would do seven or eight nights in a row yeah i mean or weekends in a row it's crazy um you know and and yeah yeah how can you argue about danny allison's talent and all those guys are such great players Oingo Boingo only gets covered by guys who were in Oingo Boingo. I heard that this song, Dead Man's Party, obviously, like, what other song are we going to play? It was based off of um, this cult family in Utah. 
Oh, really? That they held themselves up in a hotel for a long period of time. And then finally, obviously, cults are, they're insane. It's just a money grab. Yeah, right. So um, when they, the police were on to the head of the cult leader, he made his wife take all of their kids. They lived on the top floor of the hotel. She took all the kids out to the balcony and made them jump. So they all jumped and died while onlookers down below, like they could do nothing to help them out because their doors were locked. They couldn't get in. I have never heard that, but that's that's, amazing. This is what I heard. And then, so Danny Elfman locked himself up in that same hotel room. Of course he did. And that's where this song came from. And that's how he wrote the song. Wow. That's just what I heard. If I'm wrong, tell me I'm wrong. But But, Hey, I like your story. Yeah. I mean, it's a good story. Hey dude, the better story beats the true story every time. (laughs) But here it is. Our final song for this week or for this, uh, this episode's playlist, Dead Man's Party. there it is folks that was it that was good that was a halloween episode in the bag yeah really cool so uh you want to bring up any near misses that you have yeah there were so many um obviously there's a bunch of like the classic songs um like the monster mash we didn't play right um what else do i have i have uh like you said werewolves of london even uh, Pet Cemetery of the Ramones, Love Potion Number Nine. Right. Okay. Um, who else did I have on here? Uh, yeah, Squirrel Nut Zippers on yours. Cause... Oh yeah, Hell by Squirrel Nut Zippers. I had the, I was about to play the Adams Family theme song by MC Hammer. Like, yeah, I'm so glad you played Oingo Oingo instead. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kind of bummed. I kind of wanted to play that. I mean, there's a really good song by Louis Armstrong, "The Skeleton in the Closet." Yes, yeah, like his voice yeah. is just so creepy in that. So. A lot of options here. Well, I had, because um, we, we brought up Manor Astroman last week, uh, when we were talking about surf music uh, with uh, Laura Beth, but we had, uh, I had the Monsters theme as interpreted by Manor Astroman, which mm-hmm. is really good. And it's a short song. It's like, you know, just a, just 40 seconds or whatever. Um, I had Ghouls by the Horror Pops. Um, I had, um, I had, I'm looking at them. We we played a lot actually that I have. Um, I had Psycho Killer by Talking Heads. Yeah. I had A Nightmare on My Street as suggested by Tara. Uh, yeah, from, thank you. From uh, Facebook and from um, Half Past Two fame. Thanks very much, Tara. We didn't get to it, but I was listening to that song today and I'm like, wow, I do know this song. Mm-hmm. And I used to listen to it when I was a kid. So yeah, I totally know that song. Um, but yeah. I think uh, there's always going to be near misses. We have them for next time. Yeah, Red Light Hand by Nick Cave. Like, oh, yeah. You know, that's good, yeah. Very obvious songs. But... And there's a bunch of Tom Waits songs. I mean, mm-hmm. Whistling Past the Graveyard. You know, there's all kinds of really cool ones. Um, so, but yeah, I think all in all, that went pretty darn well. Well, if people want to get in hot touch with us, how do they do that? Well, thank you for asking, Mike. You can go to our Instagram at Mixtape Mixtape Podcast, M-I-X-T-A-P-E. Um, you can DM us there. You can go to our website and listen to us there. Mixtape, mixtape podcast.com. You can find us on iTunes, um, under mixtape, mixtape podcast podcast. If you do go to iTunes, please subscribe. Please rate us. Five stars, please. I don't even care if it's five stars. It'd be nice. I just want to know that you're listening. Yeah. That's a good way. That's a good way to tell us that you're there. Yes. And it really doesn't. You know, doesn't cost you anything other than just a click. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure we gave a lot of you buttons at the Music Taste Good Fest, so yes. we'd like something in return for that. Yeah, those Thanks. buttons were really, really inexpensive, and so <laughs> we want to know that it's, you know, our very minimal effort is going far. <laughs> hey, if you did get a button, take a picture. Show yeah. us. Yeah, Where show are you us. putting it? Yeah, is it on your denim jacket? Is it on your leather jacket? Is it on your Halloween? Is it on, yeah, yeah there you go. I mean, is it on your you ain't pleather got nothing jacket? Going on there. Yeah, if there's no weenies, if there's no, if it's hollow, <laughs> you should be able to puncture it. Yeah, I should be fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, thanks very much, well, everybody, for listening, and we will talk to you again next time. 
Bye. Trick or treat, trick or treat for Halloween. Better give a treat that's good to eat if you want to keep life serene. Trick or treat, trick or treat, trick or treat, trick or treat, trick or treat the whole night through. Little scalawags with fiendish gags can make it tough on you. Thanks for listening to our uh, re... Oh, Christine, I already forgot what you told me to say. (laughs) (laughs) The Halloween episode. Yeah, but you said a smart word for it. Um, Thanks. Revisit? Yes. Revisitation? Thanks for revisiting our Halloween episode with us. That sounds so much better. Um, There you go. I uh, look forward to more brand new episodes and new uh, mixtapes from us pretty soon. Um, and in the meantime, you know, we're on Spotify. Like we said, you can go back, uh, search mixtape, mixtape podcast, podcast, um, look up your favorite episode by title. The playlists are there too by title. Go ahead and look it up. Um, when you're not doing that, feel free to visit stayfreerecordings.com. It's my record label, and we have some good stuff available for you. Very exclusive, very limited edition things that um, we've actually seen on eBay for lots of money. So do that. I have personally spent a lot of money <laughs> Thank you. on your records, especially the one with the the shag. Um, oh, the shag. Josh Angle shag. Mm-hmm. He did the cover for one of them, and... I know that it said limited so many, and I used different emails because I went Christmas gifts. (laughs) So smart. So smart. Some of my friends who love shag, so that's that. Um, (laughs) You're welcome. Thanks, boo. You can also um, go see Mike's band, Bite Me Bambi Play. Uh, They have a couple shows in the Midwest coming up in November, and you can check them out at bitemebambi.com. Yes, you can also find, yeah, bymebyrmy.com. They're playing in Ann Arbor, Michigan, Indianapolis, Indiana. And um, they're opening up for the Slackers uh, in Chicago Chicago. on November 13th. Opening up for the Slackers on November 10th in Ann Arbor. They're playing their own show at this really cool um, low-key club that's in Indianapolis that I'm actually very excited about because they're actually headlining that show and they're going to have some local bands play with them and um, they're going to have a lot of stuff coming up lately so if you're not already follow them on Twitch um, yeah they're all over the place right now they're getting huge awesome in my mind because <laughs> <laughs> Mike is getting busier that's a supportive partner <laughs> Um, okay. Exactly. Who never sees her boyfriend anymore because he's so busy with his busy band. <laughs> uh, my dog barking means it's time to go. Thanks, everyone. And we'll have some new music for you soon. Bye.